Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. The following is a Breaks Media Podcast. What's going on? Welcome to The Awakened Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and I know that intro was a little bit different. We usually don't get into the music that soon, but I wanted to start off with a few different vibes. Um, we got a great show planned for you guys this week. I'm going to be talking about a fasting mindset. We'll explain that when we get there. And also, I want to talk about why Black History Month is every month, not just February. For anyone who wants to follow the podcast, you can go ahead and follow it at Awaken Soul Pod. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. Uh, yeah, I think we're, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into the end of the mind of Hayes segment. We're going to get back into the music first. Uh, yeah. Listen. Sixth grade, met a girl, got curved, kind of hurt, but I learned she loved that sex. Back mom, and I learned, got good, real good, first chair, and I got her back. Self-taught radio every day to the day that girl stopped loving me. So I say, why you stop? She said, Jimmy Fox, funny man, and I played those keys. So I played those keys, snuck in the church, and I slayed those keys. Kicked out class, cause they hate on me. Never let a man put a grade on me. I just want her heart. I don't care about that grade or thing. I just need that girl near me. So I learn, and I learn. I swear I'm the best ever. I swear I'm a legend. I'ma give whatever I want, cause I say that. On this week's In the Minor Hayes segment, what I'm going to be talking to you guys about is um, this whole impeachment thing, as well as just some other stuff that's kind of on my mind. You know, this is my place for my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. But first thing is with impeachment. So we got to hear the closing arguments. Uh, well, we didn't get to hear, but they got to... Uh, give their uh their closing statements against uh trump or whatever um today and remember when i said a couple of weeks ago like uh, when when this whole impeachment thing first came down and people were celebrating impeachment 
And we talked about the fact that impeachment doesn't mean removal. And then we also talked about the fact that all this was just a bunch of maneuvering, posturing. And unfortunately, nothing was going to happen. That's exactly what went down. This this whole impeachment trial really has just been a show. It's WWE at this point. It's being booked. Uh, It's all was basically predetermined. Everything that happened during this trial was really just a bunch of nothing, unfortunately. Um, yeah, testimony did come out and even, yes, some of the, some of the people on the Republican side, uh, did seem to kind of turn on Trump, not turn necessarily, but they did hear the arguments and it, they may have voted for impeachment or been for the, the removal of Donald Trump. But the only problem with that is, is that it was never going to go anywhere. And then you hear, you wonder why, like you hear a lot about, you know, conversations on the, the Democratic side and the Democratic Party and what are they really doing? And does it look after all of this like they just got a bunch of egg on their face? I don't know. I'm I'm not as versed to really go into all that, but it just really you look at this and you're like, all right, could this money have been spilled elsewhere? And don't get me wrong. I, I for one, if they I wish they would have been able to impeach Trump. I wish it would have been able to happen, but it didn't. And it, and it was that way from the beginning. They, they voted to not hear extra witnesses testimony. As soon as that happened, you knew it was kind of over. Um, and even before then, like I said, if you've been paying cl- close attention, even before then, you knew what was going to happen. So that's just one of the things. It just went that way. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, watching the Super Bowl or just if you're watching TV and you start seeing these these new Trump ads for reelection and how he has black people talking about him and that he did great things for them. And listen. If I've I've been stressing this enough. I'm gonna keep stressing this until the until the vote. All of this shit that you see is all maneuvering. That's all it is. It's all posturing, trying to brainwash people, trying to get people to think like it. it and that, that's not just exclusive to Trump either. Like it, it's across the political party in every election that they that they try to do. I told you guys the black vote was going to be very important. You were going to be seeing things geared towards black people. I didn't kind of expect it to go. This are like watching this Trump commercial. I'm just sitting here like, really, really, motherfucker. Like, really, this is what you're doing. But the sad thing is, is that there are some people who are uninformed who will see that and say, oh, well, Trump is doing things for black people. And I'm I'm not saying that this is the listeners here because we talk about it here. I engage with you guys and everything else. Um, Like like I said, at the end of the day, all going into this election, people just need you just need to stay aware. You need to stay alert. You need to pay attention. Anybody that you're putting your vote behind vet them vet them as much as you can vet their policies vet vet the things that they've done in their political history or just the history in general it's going to be an interesting year uh with the election coming up it's like i said at this point our our, our leaders our politicians are all it's wwe at this point it's it's fucking pro wrestling that's what it is and as someone who comes from a pro wrestling background i know what the fuck i'm talking about uh, uh vince mcmahon could, could might as well have booked this but um, going into something that I actually talked about on the film frequency, if you're not watching or listening to the film frequency, make sure you do this where we discuss movies and um, and, and film and, and TV, movies and film. You know what I mean. Um, but on this week's episode, I talked about uh, Joaquin Phoenix and his speech um, and talking about the inclusion and the importance of diversity. And he mentioned how he's benefited from um, uh, black people being kind of held down as well. And the thing that, you know, I my I recorded my thoughts on that right after seeing it. So it was it was the night that it dropped or the day that it dropped. 
and everything. And I didn't really, there wasn't really a huge social media reaction from it at that point yet. But, you know, you see people who are now saying like, oh, well, he doesn't need to be praised. He even said that he's benefited from it. But the thing is, and get, I, I understand that standpoint. I understand the standpoint of not wanting to act like he, like he did something over the top that was, that was, but he, he spoke on it. And I even said it on the film frequency. We need to get people who, who notice it, but then also call it out and only decide to work on projects where stuff is inclusive. Um, and I just, I really don't want to come down on him. Like some, some of, of uh, other black people are because yeah, I get it. He's not, he, he didn't turn down a role or a big paycheck or anything. Um, because, um, a black person or a person of color wasn't, uh, working on the set or, or, or casted. But at the same time, him using that platform, we always need allies. And so hopefully that's a step in the right direction. Hopefully it's a step of people who respect Joaquin Phoenix and want to work with Joaquin Phoenix to now say, all right, we're going to try to do we're going to we're going to be more intentional about about uh, our diversity in our sets and on our uh, projects. Hopefully that's what we can hope for. I, for one, I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad that it said, but I can, under, it gets to a point where only so much talking is, is doing anything. We need action eventually. And so talking, calling it out, I'm all for it. Now we need to see, start seeing some action behind it. And if we don't, then that's when, when I will personally start critiquing it a little bit more and, and saying, you know, fuck you to people who just want to sit there and use the big stage to talk about it, but really not do anything for it. Um, but as of right now, I'm really appreciative of what he said. I'm really appreciative of his words. Now, let's just hope that we get some more action behind Hollywood. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about, and this 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 is a little bit, I guess it's not really left field, but it is different. Um, just coming from what we just talked about. And that is I know the season finale of Power is coming up. It's coming this weekend. They pushed it back. They didn't want to air it on the Super Bowl, but there's going to be some hot takes on it. If you guys have already seen the leaks, um, I don't I know some people are choosing to not believe that the leak finale is going to be the actual finale. And with 50 Cent, I can kind of understand that. But at the same time, um, you guys are going to be really upset when you see this. That's all I can say. I think that the, the social media outrage is going to be crazy for it. And I think we need to do that because when you have these shows that we're behind and this is something that I, I, I talk about a lot and I actually was in a conversation with before is that when we have things that are black, right, that are purely black and well, not purely, but they're black focused and we support them blindly just because it's black and we support black film and we don't call out some of the bullshit. That's when they continue to think they could throw anything like there's a whole power, several uh, spinoffs being played. And you know why? That's because Showtime or Stars, I'm sorry, has seen the support that the black community has shown it. And they think, oh, well, let's just let's just throw 15 more star shows out there and we're going to get so many black people to come and subscribe and pay. And the the way that they've done these last five episodes has been completely bullshit, in my opinion. It's been lazy writing, terrible storytelling. All this shit has been bad and terrible. And I'm fucking pissed off about it. And I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. It's it's terrible. It's not good. Why do you guys continue to allow the this and not not you guys, the listeners, but the the writers and stuff of, of this show, the showrunners, you stretched out really an episode or two and stretch it out into like just bullshit. And uh, I'm so frustrated by the like I was so and the season was so good before the break. And it's like we came back from the break. We ended on the cliff over of seeing a uh, cl- cliffhanger of seeing ghosts get shot. And we just come back and it's been completely and utter bullshit since then. It's, it's just I, I mean, the Dre episode was good. The Tommy episode was great. The stuff between it hasn't been horrible, but it's just like, I see what you guys are doing. You extended this out 
for for a cash grab and we're going into the spinoff and i swear to god if the spinoff is is focused solely on Tariq, i'm done with this shit i'm done with it because he like michael rainey is a solid actor but his he's acting isn't to the part of where you can build a whole show around him him being the main character i feel and that's that's the guy who plays Tariq. i know i'm just fucking venting because it's ridiculous what they've done with this show you guys can't tell i'm mad um Everyone who's riding high off the the Super Bowl, uh, shout out, you know, I lived in St. Louis, Missouri for a long time. I know a lot of people in Kansas City, Missouri as well. I know a lot of people are happy uh, with what happened there. I know I kind of just switched gears. I had I had to get into something more positive because this power thing where my vein and my neck would have started popping. Um, but I'm really happy. Uh, the Super Bowl, I wanted to just see a competitive Super Bowl. Neither was my team. My team's probably not going to be in the Super Bowl in my lifetime. But um, it, it's just it was good to see. And it was it was good to see a good competitive game that was competitive late. Um, there was a time period where it looked like Kansas City probably wasn't going to win. And they turned that completely around. It was just an exciting a thrilling game. That's why this episode is coming late to you guys. But um, that's it. That's really all that's that's on my uh, mind for this week's In the Mind of Hay segment. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're going to hear from another Breaks Media podcast. And then we're going to go into uh, the Cookie Chronicles from the First Lady. And I'll see you guys after that with our main topic. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys. It's Trell. And this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that. Take that. <laughs> hey, guys. It's the First Lady with Cookie Chronicles. Welcome to Super Bowl Sunday. So this week is going to be a little different. I don't have like a full segment to give you guys only because today is the day that I launched my online store. The name of it is called Lady Haven the Boutique and today at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live with the website. So if you've been following me for a while, you've known that this is something that I've been kind of grooming and getting done since maybe August, September of last year. And now it's time to unveil what's available. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm a little scared. You know, I'm not a new business owner, but this is a different area of business that I've never ventured into before. Um, I know that our people, black people, can be so hard on other black business owners, especially when it comes to customer service. We will patronize another company um, that made a mistake before we patronize a black company that's made a mistake, and I think that's that's the thing that's scaring me right now. Um, outside of that, I think I'll be okay. I just want my people to be forgiving. Um, I don't think I'm going to make any crazy mistakes, but, you know, again, we're very judgy. Um, but I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. So I am nervous. I am happy. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been waiting patiently. It's now being unveiled at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, at least two and a half hours away from the Super Bowl. Um, I decided to do it today on Super Bowl Sunday because Super Bowl is a very monumental day to remember. It's easy to remember. So it'll be a great anniversary date for me to be like, oh, yeah, I started Super Bowl Sunday. This is year one. <laughs> so that's the reason behind that. Um, I am hoping to sell out today or within the first week 
Um, I actually think that I will. And that would be an awesome, awesome, awesome feeling. Uh, but I am going to go live at 3.30. I'll be live from 3.30 to maybe 3.45-ish. Just to remind everyone and to say thank you for supporting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reposting. Thank you for the word of mouth. Just thank you to everybody. All right, you guys. I hope you're ready. Today, Super Bowl Sunday, February 2nd, 4 o'clock p.m., going live with Lady Haven, the boutique. See you guys soon. Bye. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey. What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I am back. Uh, shout out to Tia who just launched like her own store and everything. And that's just exciting. Like I work with entrepreneurs. I work with people who do things. <laughs> shout out to her, though. In the episode we did last week, uh, the numbers have been great on that. But there's something that I wanted to talk to you guys about um, this week. And I know I had a whole episode. The episode was going to be built around the attachment theory. We're actually going to kick that down um a couple of weeks um and talk about that later because something that was on my mind and this is probably overall going to be a shorter episode and shorter discussion topic which it tends to be when i'm reflective on myself and i'm so i'm in the middle of this um this water only fast right and it's to center myself it's the it's to help me focus and just it's not about weight or anything like that so it has nothing to do with like like that type of thing, but it's, it's, it's more of a spiritual fast. I wouldn't call it a religious fast. It's more of a spiritual fast. But what I will say, um, is that going into this, like, and you, you think it's something as as easy as, as taking away food. So I'm on a water only fast. Right. And it got me thinking and being reflective. And that's how, you know, it's working already is that when you, when you're, you're, we're so used to telling ourselves, yes. Right. We want to tell ourselves, yes. You, we want to reward ourselves. Right. And often when you when you get when you are fasting from something, it's telling yourself no. So it's putting your desire to the side, really. Right. And for some people, when it's a religious fast, when it's religious reasons, um, it's to connect to the to their to their higher source, to their higher being. But it got me thinking about this whole thing of telling yourself no and being reflective of that. Like when you restrict something from yourself. You're, you're 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 taking that that gap and filling it in with something else, right? Because whether, like I said, if it's a spiritual thing or religious thing you're doing, you're filling that up with your relationship with your higher power. Or if you're fasting from junk food, hopefully you're filling that gap in with something that's more healthy. But you're you're trying, you're taking something, you're denying yourself something to fill it in with something else. And that got me to thinking of us denying or putting ourselves to the side, right? Sometimes we have to, it's hard to become secondary for a lot of us, right? And that's not meaning like the lack of being selfless, selfish. Like it's not to say that you can't pit people before you, but even some like your own basic desires 
it's good. It makes you feel good. Like it's a rewarding thing. It's, it's an endorphin thing when you feel that and, and, and feel and give that to yourself. Right. So when you restrict that, it really makes you sit there and think about the things that are optional in your life or the things that you have become customary to giving yourself. But really for what? Right. So I'm sitting here doing this fast where I'm doing only water and I snack throughout the day and everything. And I love my Snickers. And <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking about it this way of like, all right. So when I'm filling myself with that, what what am I really doing? I'm satiating a sweet tooth, right? That, that I don't have a big one on, but I'm satiating a sweet tooth. So if we if we take away satiating that sweet tooth and more so, and put that towards something else. So for example, what I'm filling my time up with is yeah, I'm reading my Bible, but I'm also creatively. Anytime I take something away, I'm 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 creative, and I wrote down and came up with this amazing episode, and then it turned into a series like who text the who protects the protect her, which. If you guys follow him, I'm sure you've been seeing me tweet about and it's like how many things and the food is an extreme. So I'm not saying everyone go and take away or deny yourself food or anything like that. But I'm saying ultimately, when you think about the fact of denying yourself something and making yourself work back towards it. Right. We so often want something quick. We want the quick fame. We want the quick success. We want the quick thing that lets us know that we did something good and we want to be rewarded for it. And oftentimes we'll get so caught up in, in rewarding ourselves with something for minimal shit, right? You really haven't done much because you were at work on time for three days in a row. You're going to go ahead and, and give you and let yourself uh, get that extra lunch or that or that dessert or that snack or whatever. Or you're going to go ahead and, and pat yourself on the back. I've made it to work three times in a row. You should be at work. So you're really rewarding yourself for something you should be doing anyway. Just this like. How many things in your life are you sitting there constantly rewarding yourself for or, or patting yourself on the back that ultimately is what you really should be doing anyway? You see it all the time. You see people on social media um, or or whatever, like boast about paying that my, my bills are paid on time. You should be paying your fucking bills on time. If you're not paying your bills on time, it means you're living above your means. And then in that case, what? And, and that's not the people who live paycheck. I understand like living paycheck to paycheck. Shout out to Dan on drugs. because I know he'll get on my head about about the way I just said that. But. And that's not Dan's rich, but he talked about his. You guys know you guys all listen to uh, to all of us. But the thing is, is that sometimes you have to. And it's funny because I was in a conversation with another podcast and I can't remember. And I was saying how everyone should make time for their passions. Right. And the podcast, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't nobody like in the immediate Potter family. But he said, well, some people don't have that luxury. And I said, well, what, what makes you say it's a luxury? And he said, well, some people have kids, they work and they do X, Y, Z. And they don't have time for their passions. I responded to him with this. How many times did you play video games last week? And he really didn't say much back to that. And it was, that's the thing that I'm talking about. That's the fasting from portion. That's the denying yourself time or denying yourself something. Because we will get so caught up in these routines and things that are fun. And don't get me wrong. You should make time for fun. I'm not saying that you're not. But if you're truly passionate about something, are you telling me that it's not worth not playing a video game to chase or to obtain something that you're passionate about. And if that's how you feel, then I mean, more power to you. I'm not one to judge, but just think about that. Like how many things in your life could you subtract that really aren't going to hurt you from, from subtract? I'm sitting here subtracting food, but how many things can you subtract from your life or from your time and then put into refill that with something positive? And then I know I started this off by saying you're telling yourself no or denying yourself something, but you're also telling yourself some, yes with something else. And as creatives and we work and we talk with so many creatives that it becomes hard to to remember that there are some people who won't even take that chance to start that podcast. And some people who won't even take that chance 
to start a blog because guess what? They're afraid to give up that little bit of sleep to get it done. They're afraid to give up that that extra trip to the barbershop to get it done. They're afraid to give up their video game time. They're afraid to give up their time watching power to give to put into something that they are truly could have a passion about and could ultimately be more rewarding than what they're spending that time on. And I'm not trying to sit here on my high horse and set and and say what you should and shouldn't spend your time on, because ultimately that is your decision. You got free will, but then don't bitch about it. Don't sit back a couple of years later and complain about, oh, I never had time to start that blog. No, you had time. You just decided to use that time with something else. That's what you decided to put that time into. Or you have people who sit there and don't really get to spend time with their children. That's something that in chasing my dreams. And again, you guys are hearing me through my whole reflectiveness. This is all that's been on my mind one day into this fast. I put so much time into this creative stuff and the studio and, and that light system and this camera and sitting here crafting content that I had uh, my, my daughter, Amaya, whole daughter is sitting here wanting to learn videography and I've learned it in the last year and I haven't taught her. I was so busy catching up and, and perfecting what my dream is that while I spend a lot of time with my kids, I didn't even take, I didn't sit back and teach her something that she's passionate about. That's something that again, being reflective. So like, as I'm going into the rest of 2020, I'm cutting back on some recording. I'm time to limit myself because guess what? Every time I do a video now, my daughter's going to be sitting right here editing this with me. I sat down with her for, I was about like an hour the other day and showed her how to edit a video from start to finish. And when I say she was hanging on every word and that made me, that's a moment that we shared together that we don't need a bunch of other stuff to, 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 to validate that. Like that, that hour that we spent of her learning and seeing what I'm doing when I edit the video was better than us going uh, skating for a minute or us playing Monopoly. And those moments are special too, but you got, you have to slow down sometimes and recognize everything that's going on. And that's just where I am right now. I'm, I'm like, I'm very passionate about it. And last year in 2019, I performed or did about I think about six to eight events um, all over the country. I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't do any here in Columbus where I'm actually stationed. I didn't No, I did cloud city, but um, that was the only one that I did in my actual city. Everything else was spread out. And that's because I was chasing it. I was, I, it was something that I'm passionate about. I want to get in front of that and I want to do those things. But I, 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 in 2020, I realized I need to take those events away a little bit and focus more. Yes. Here in Columbus, I can do a lot here in Columbus and still not be gone for two days to do it and get more time with my children, get more time with my daughter to teach her videography. Once the weather gets better again, we're going to go out and shoot some B-roll footage. And I'm going to teach her like perspectives and depth of field and all. I'm getting sidetracked, but it's all about putting your energy in the proper places. It's all about, like I said, denying yourself something so that you can fulfill something else uh, elsewhere. And it may not even be in you. That's something that we haven't even got a chance to talk about yet is that, I'm sitting here and I've only talked about things that you can take away from you to ultimately put back into you, but you can take, well, except for when we talked about my daughter, but you can take that time away from you and help bless somebody else. You can help fulfill somebody else's dream. You can help teach and, to, and do tutorials, or you can take that time um, out playing video games uh, or out watching stories and gossiping with your friends and take that time out to go and volunteer one day, four hours. You're going to probably play those four hours collectively over the week of video games and gossip anyway. Why not putting that four hours into something else? You have to sometimes deny yourself things that can benefit you and bless other people around you. But sometimes you also got to deny other things around you that aren't even necessarily you. 
Sometimes you have to deny your friends. Sometimes you have to deny loved ones for you as well. Like you have to really take a sit back and I want to everyone to be reflective over looking at what they want to accomplish. Where do you want to go? What is that dream? What is that thing that you haven't got a chance to start? And how can you do it? Even if you can only dedicate an hour to the week and cut an hour out somewhere else, what can you do? That's just my fasting mindset at this point. I'm looking and being reflective and thinking about things. And it's funny because I was reading a lot on fasting before I started with this particular type of fast. And it says that your, your the clarity of mind is real when you do a water only fast and people will get so caught up in the hunger pains that comes and goes. But you are very focused. And like I read a whole thing um, that was about the fact that humans at one point were hunters and gatherers. Right. There were times where we would hunt a deer, for example, we would eat that deer and then not have meat or share that deer with the village and then not have meat for a whole nother week and had to survive off other things. But we have become so accustomed to just having things readily available that we constantly eat meats and our body doesn't have time to break down certain enzymes and and detox certain things. And that's what causes filters into cancer. That's what filters into not being able to focus mentally because we had the, that hunter's mind that had to focus in when we weren't getting as much of this stuff. And now we lack that. So that's one of the benefits of like civilization advancing, but that's, that's a story for another day. Um, it ultimately just needs, I think what for me, it's, it's, I'm going to probably do this more often now. I may even do this once a month. So that's seven days out every month that I'm five days. Cause I'm not going to last the seven. I'm just going to let you guys know, keep me lifted up in prayer. Um, but five days a month to where you're only surviving off water. And then how does that filter into your health and factor into your joints and everything else uh, feeling better? I'm someone who suffers from chronic back pain. So I'll see how that goes going forward. I'll give you guys an update on that. Um, but yeah, that's just where my mind is on this. And it's again, it's that fasting mindset. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast from something. And and again, it's not it's not a religious thing. It's not a, it's not always have to be a spiritual thing. Sometimes it's just to really it's a form of being selfish as we talk about denying ourselves it's still a form of being selfish because you are taken away and you're giving back or you're giving back to something else and there's no better way to like magnify and highlight and all that other stuff of people around you and you um but yeah that's it uh for this segment we're gonna go ahead and get into our another break we're gonna come back i got one more thing to talk to you guys about i'll be right back after this you gon' see, it's a fucking murder spree. You gon' see, won't nobody say a peep. You gon' see, don't you turn your back on me. You gon' see, roll up on them while you sleep. Catch a nigga slipping, I might hit him with the pop. They gon' miss him, cause revenge feels sweet. You gon' see, won't nobody say a peep. You gon' see, give me a pen, I don't even drink, but fuck it, I need some Henning and gin. Plenty of sins, I broke my bitch's heart, she'll never forgive me again. Where have you been? I had to go find myself. I killed and buried my friends, I never could swim I used to push some weight with niggas who been in the gym Come step in my Tim's, you cannot walk my path I never caught my cabs, I had to walk Niggas was lost and sad, I never would call my dad Fuck that nigga, I was depressed as fuck Mentally torn in half, feeling stuck When it was hard to laugh, the music was all I had Wish I could be out, I never got any clout What's all the plotting about, they drowning me out Everyone counting me out, nobody try to reach out You proud of me now, niggas will flip the script I cannot live to quit, I don't wanna chill I don't wanna get no flicks, don't wanna rekindle shit That's N.O.T., don't you flex on me, I do not get no sleep, I'm barely up, hope you any up, word the M.O.P., you don't know me, I need my revenge, it ain't no more peace, I'm rolling deep enough to turn your block up in the World War III, alright, so we're coming back with our last segment today, and this one is, because this is my first episode in February, first episode of Black History Month, 
I didn't want to do the typical thing and like moments in black history or people to magnify from uh, that's in the black culture. But I do want to talk about th- this. Um, black History Month is every fucking month. And I and and when you look at the, the building blocks of this country, we built this shit. We may not be the, the people who developed it. We, we probably weren't uh, given the education to be able to develop certain things scientifically or economically. But we are the, found, found, the foundation blocks of this country. So while everyone is celebrating blackity black and all this in February, realize that there wouldn't be America wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for black people. So while this is nationally recognized as Black History Month, every month is Black History Month. And I don't even say that to be like all black empowerment or or uh, black versus white or anything like that. But I think we've gotten caught up in this in this sense of the month that they designated towards us and that's when we want to celebrate our blackness that's when we want to wear this and this this is when we want to tweet these these certain things every fucking month is black history month if you ask me and i mean that so why why i'm not doing a lot of the the retweeting of black history stuff it's not because i don't support it's not because we don't need to be recognized but who are they to tell us a, a designate a month for us designate a month to just oh well, let's give them the shortest month of the year. Let's go ahead and we're gonna give them, we're gonna finally acknowledge black people this month. You got Google and there's a lot of companies and organizations who do great things in Black History Month and do great things throughout the year. So I'm not even gonna sit there and and and, and point out any of those or, or call them out or anything like that. So all I want to say is tell somebody who inspired you that's black, whatever. Tell them thank you, not because it's February, but tell them thank you because. Of what our people spilled, what we had to go through, what we continue to go through, and the fact that we we take it in a sense, right? We take what we're given. We always turn it into something more than what it's given. But I want everyone today to sit back, whether it's their ancestors, whether it's their mother, their father, their great aunt. If you got to pray up to somebody who is in your family, and just let them thank you, because all the shit that we've had to deal with and endure as a people. It comes to the forefront at different points, different times of the year when a movie comes out, X, Y, Z. But ultimately, I really feel that while, yes, this is the time to celebrate us, this is the time to celebrate our our accomplishments and be unified. That's ultimately, I think, what Black History Month has really turned into is a chance for us to unify. We should unify every day, every month, every year. So I appreciate Black History Month, but every month is Black History Month, if you ask me. And I mean that. Um we impact the culture in a way that no other race does, no other culture does. Really, when you think about it, we're imitated, we're duplicated. Um, our, our Everything from our culture, whether it ends up filtering in somewhere else late, our influence can be felt everywhere, everywhere. We are the heartbeat. We are the soul. That's my honest opinion. That's not to put down any other race, but that's to say that we are that. And I mean that. I feel that. We are the soul. And I know we're on the awakened soul, but don't designate a month for my people. Don't designate a month for a time for us to celebrate our accomplishment. Don't designate a month for us to celebrate our history. No, 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 no. You're going to see this black pride every day, all day. And if you can't, if you haven't noticed it for the for the for the for the dumbasses who treat stuff and what Tommy Lauren, whatever her name is, we are the heartbeat. We are the soul. And I mean that. So while I appreciate Black History Month, as I said before, every month is Black History Month. This has been The Awakened Soul. I'm your host, CEO Hayes. You can follow me at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Follow the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, 
thewakingsoulpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to uh, call us in, leave a voicemail, we'll play it on the podcast. It is 614-547-2039. This has been The Awakened Soul, and I'm out. Peace. I guess I'll wait another lifetime. I wish I was good enough